Broadcasting live from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, Georgia, it's time for GWBC Radio's Open for Business. Now, here's your host. Lee Cantor here, another episode of Open for Business, part of GWBC's radio show that we run here at Business Radio X. Our guest today is Blair Brady, and she is with the WITH Agency. Welcome, Blair. Hi, Lee. Thank you. Well, before we get too far into things, can you tell us about the WITH Agency? Uh, Who do you serve? Oh, I'd love to. Um, We are a full-service marketing, advertising, and design agency right here in Atlanta. Um, And we proudly serve a lot of Atlanta's greatest brands, um, AT&T, Georgia Power, um, Kaiser Permanente of Georgia, um, and another wonderful client that is really Atlanta's gem um, is the Fox Theater. So how, Our how, other clients, um, sorry about that, Lee. Our other uh, clients uh, include Pacific Gas and Electric in San Francisco um, and also a wonderful um, re-emerging Atlanta brand of Earthlink. Oh, wow. I was, uh, I was with Earthlink when they were Mindspring. I have a... An yeah. email address, a MindSpring email address, probably still, I'm probably still paying for that. You know how that goes. <laughs> yeah, man, that's a throwback. That's a good one. Hang on to it. So now, um, how'd you get into this line of work? How'd you get started in your career? You know, I have always been on the agency side of business. Um, I began early in my career with an agency that was born really out of sports marketing. Um, but then moved into uh, general full-service integrated marketing. And I was fortunate enough early in my career to serve really big brands um, from a young stage. So I got to learn how to navigate corporate culture, um, which can be really, really rigid um, for a lot of good reasons is why they're rigid. But as a marketer, you have to find a way to breathe life and creativity into those structures. And so I got to see that up close and personal early in my career. Um, and then um, about eight years ago, um, my co-founder, Jamie Sims, and I um, decided that we wanted to make a new kind of agency. We thought that there was a better way. Um, so we founded the WITH Agency in 2012. Um, and really bootstrapped um, from the very, very beginning. And, um, you know, years of really hard work and trying to align ourselves with um, brand forward companies who believed in creativity and really believed in in brand strategy and and brand storytelling uh, was how we approached it. Um, And we are, you know, as you know, a a proud certified uh, woman-owned business. Now, why was it important for you to become a certified women-owned business? You know, that's a great question. Um, There are a couple of reasons. One, um, you know, we believe that um, you need to be the change you want to see in the world. And especially in the creative industry, this rings very true. Um, I believe that the best creative product that is really going to connect brands to people has to come from a diverse set of talent and has to come from um, several perspectives. And the old framework of doing things um, that limited female voices, diversity, um, 
that was not going to allow brands to reach the hearts and minds of people in the ways that they needed to. So we restructured and um, it was important for us to certify because that meant that we were committed um, in going about this. And a lot of our corporate clients, they have a real need for diverse suppliers, especially in the creative industry, because a lot of really big multinational agencies are held by large companies, um, large holding companies that are predominantly male. Um, and so they aren't getting that. Um, we were able to provide them um, a unique service and a unique perspective to serve today's brands and what they need to reach all their audience. Now, speaking of today, right now we're going through this coronavirus uh and it's a challenge for a lot of businesses. I'm sure uh, you've had to make some adjustments, but from uh, putting your marketing hat on, how are you kind of consulting with your clients to help them kind of re-strategize or maybe pivot uh, in order for them to continue to stay relevant during this? That's a great question. Um, you know, it is, it is a real challenge right now um, because we live in a world of connection and, and right now we're, we're isolated physically. Um, so it's a, it's a whole new way of working. And early on, um, in the first few, um, in the first week of this, um, I challenged my team to think about the plans that we had for our clients for the year and consider that those plans were probably not going to happen. And what we needed to do to serve our clients the best way was not found in those plans because we're in a new world. So I urged them to take each of our, of our clients, strip them down to their brand's purpose and their brand's promise. Why do they exist and what do they deliver? And then put the new filter of today all over that. So how are we going to exist and deliver based on this new, on this new world. And three um, of our key clients are essential business, healthcare and Kaiser Permanente. Obviously they're more essential than now than ever. Um, Pacific Gas and Electric and Georgia Power in energy and utility, specifically with Pacific Gas and Electric, we are working on um, how they position themselves to best help and speak with small businesses because right now they are in dire straits. And then third would be an Earthlink, an internet service provider. Everyone is at home right now working, trying to keep their kids engaged in school. And we are relying more heavily on our internet connection than ever before and in more ways. And so we have to stay connected. That's the way that we stay connected now. We can't physically be connected. So those three clients, we really leaned, we really pivoted strategy and we quickly got in front of them to say, you know what, we're here, we have you. We understand that everything's changing, but we're ready to change too. Now, um, what about when it comes to the messaging, uh, when those when when those people are going out to the world and saying, hey, we're still open for business, we still are here to serve you, while our business may have been, you know, uh, executed in this manner yesterday, today, we're still here and we're executing in this new manner. Um, is there any advice for those business people out there that maybe have to kind of re-imagine uh, themselves, and, but they don't want to go out there and, and be salesy, they want to be sensitive. It, it, it seems like a tricky time for marketers to communicate 
uh, what they need to communicate in, in maybe a more elegant way. Right. That's a, that is, you're so right. There is such a delicate balance right now. And you are seeing if, if you turn on the television or Netflix or anything, and you're, you're watching brands are putting out all kinds of, um, material that is pivoted now to the world that we're in. And you're starting to hear, you know, vocabulary that's becoming, um, cliche a little, you know, you continue to see, to hear words like in these uncertain times and, um, we're all in this together. And it's, it's difficult for marketers because we do want to speak and connect on a human level. And we do want to serve the brands who are relevant to this crisis, but you can't come across in a disingenuous way or in a way that sounds like you're pandering to a bad situation. You're taking advantage of a crisis. So it's a very delicate line. Um, the way that, that we approach it and the way that we advise our clients is that we should only put a message out there or we should only engage with consumers when we are directly relevant to what we're talking about. We don't want to pander. Um, so when you do put out a message, first you have to say is what we're talking about is our service directly relevant to what is happening in people's lives right now. And then how do we make that message ring true and be genuine so that they don't feel like they're being sold to and taken advantage of in a time of crisis? Um, it's interesting. I'll give you one more example. Um, our client, the Fox Theater, obviously they cannot operate right now. Their doors are closed. Um, and we're not sure when they're going to reopen, but they, their purpose in the world is to, um, or their promise is to create a grand sense of occasion. It's all about coming together. It's all about people experiencing something amazing. How can we do that? How can we come together and experience something amazing when we're apart? So that's been our creative brief, um, as an agency to help them make people feel like they're connected and experiencing something wonderful while they're, while they're not apart. Um, and it's not because they're looking to sell tickets. It's because when they, they're an Atlanta icon and, and they've made a promise to the city a long time ago to remain that way. And so they have to continue to, to tell Atlanta that that promise isn't gone. But certainly it's, it, there's no ticket sale message at the end of that. It's just articulating that our promise still stands. Now, when you're working with, uh, especially a client like that, where their business is in person, you know, people physically going to their location, um, is there any kind of, I don't want to say therapy, but it's kind of therapy to help them kind of focus on the long haul and to help them, you know, just not panic because some of these, like even the Fox is an example. I mean, I mean, the Fox is an icon, so maybe that they're a little special, but if you're just like kind of, Joe and Mary's theater, you know, you're, this is a tough time. You're right. And, you know, I always do say that, that part of being a really good agency partner, there's, there is a percentage of therapists that's in your job. Um, and at WISH, you know, we, one of the things that, that we always say is that we believe in a world that works better together. And that goes in good times and in bad times. And so um, I have spent a lot of time on the phone with my clients um, talking about their personal lives, talking about their work lives, talking about what they're concerned about. 
Um, and it's, it's just because we genuinely um, love to be with people. I mean, that, that was how our agency was built. Um, and so a lot of it is, is time spent just listening because everyone feels so disconnected. Um, so we don't even, sometimes you don't even have conversations that are, are directional towards a project or a campaign. Sometimes it's just to, just to catch up. But what I do find when, because we do need to look towards something. So for, for some of our clients whose business is um, a little bit, uh, you know, on a hiatus right now, what we started doing is working with them on, on re-emerging plans. So when we, we come back into the world, what does that look like? And though we don't know when that may be, there's no date on the calendar necessarily, the, having the actual plan there not only gives a sense of something to look forward to, but it makes them feel like somebody's got them or they're not alone. Or when the time to reopen comes, they aren't left you know, saying, well, what do we do now? That when the time comes to reopen, that we're ready. We have a plan. We're not just sort of slowly starting to get going. We're already catching our pace. Now, how have you um, been working with your own team to keep their their morale up? And, and maybe you can share some tips for others that are dealing with this, uh, with the team that's working remotely. Maybe you've been already working remotely prior to this, but if you, if, even if you weren't, you're doing a lot more now. Yeah. Um, I, I can definitely share some on that because that has been one of the biggest things for me personally, you know, um, at with in our office, we, it's a very open office. We are a very close knit group. We are together a lot. We're a very family like environment. So when almost, you know, overnight, we were completely separated and isolated from each other. Um, it was really difficult at first. It was, it was a really heavy feeling for me. Um, so things that I, that I have done and we have done together since then that have really helped. Um, we do a lot of video conferencing. I know everyone does that. But one thing I will say is, you know, Get in the habit of always turning on your camera and showing your face because when you see each other's faces, it makes it so, so, so much better. Um, that, that to me is so important. I always want to see everyone's faces and we do quick um, morning check-in meetings every morning where we just see each other's faces, run down a, a quick connect for what is going to happen that day, what's really important, what somebody needs help on, what someone's stuck on. Um, any updates that we got overnight. So that's been really helpful. Um, another thing is um, that that first week when I was mentioning, I, I felt really disconnected. It felt really heavy. Um, on the Sunday night of that first week, I just turned on my, my web camera on my computer and I just talked talk to the team. I just recorded a video of me talking about whatever I wanted to talk about. Um, and then closing it with a, a fun, um, I played like a fun song. And so I have done that every Sunday since the first week. So we have seven, we have seven episodes of, of what we now call the Sunday night sit down. And it goes to my team every Sunday night. It just goes to us. It's not posted on social media anywhere. Um, it's just a message to the team. And, and that's been, um, that's been a really great way to connect. I've gotten really good feedback from them that they enjoy those. Um, and then the other thing is 
we've done um, just agency polls, like just fun things. What have you, uh, what's a new hobby you've picked up during this time? What music are you listening to? We made a quarantine playlist on Spotify. <laughs> so um, finding those ways have really, really been a, a great way to keep everybody connected. Now, um, you had some great advice earlier about coming up with that kind of how are you going to emerge plan uh, with your clients. Is that something that you've also done internally? Uh, like how how are you going to, you know, like how is future you going to see the work you've done and are you doing work that matters? Are you looking uh, ahead for yourself as well? You know, I am. Um, and that's something that... Um, that we are addressing um, currently and, and recently. That has been, um, I've been referring it to as a, a mental box that I've just sort of been putting my thoughts in and keeping to the side and I will address them um, when the time is right. But um, the time is right. You know, we are going to be coming out of this and um, that plan is not going to look like what I thought our year was going to look like in January. You know, when we started this year, we had a very, very robust plan for growth. Um, it was going to be a, a very um, tr a transformative year for the agency. Um, and so I think in the first few, few days of this crisis, I probably personally mourned that a little bit, that I, that that was probably not going to go the way I wanted it to go. And the way that I, I was, I really wanted our team to, to, I had gotten, everyone was so excited and we were ready to go. Um, and so it, it took me a while to mentally adjust to that, but I have now, and we've been working on a plan to reemerge, um, and I think a lot of the, the ways that we were going to transform this year will still happen. They just may happen um, a little later and they may happen in some different ways. You know, we've learned, we've learned a lot um, through this. And I think that it, I honestly think it will change everyone's business. I don't think anyone will just hit the on button again and just go on as usual like they did before. I think this crisis will challenge everyone to rethink the way they operate um, internally and with their customers or clients or who they serve. Um, you know, it's it's just the the plan is there and um, it's an important one, um, and it has to be done with with such intentionality. And we certainly can't rush it. But um, I am immensely proud for the way that my team has conducted themselves through all of this. They have, I've leaned into them hard and they have stood up and done so much more than, than I had ever had in mind. So I am immensely grateful to them. And I just think that the promise of reemerging is so much brighter. Now, what's a, a, the ideal client for you and what pain are they having where the with agency is the solution? Oh, that's a great question. Um, so our ideal client um, doesn't come in the shape of any specific category or vertical. Um, we are not B2B, exclusively B2B or exclusively B2C. Um, our ideal client is um, a brand forward company. So a company that believes in their brand and their brand's ability to connect with people. 
And so um, we start every every piece of work, every project, everything um, with strategy. So strategy is really at the center point of what we do. Um, whether that manifests itself into a television campaign or manifest, manifests itself into a new visual identity um, for brand, all of it must start with strategy. And so companies that really invest in their brand and in their brand story, um, that is our ideal client. And if somebody wanted to learn more and have more substantive conversation with you, uh, what's the website? We are at thewithagency.com. Well, Blair, thank you so much for sharing your story today. You're doing important work. Thank you, Lee. I appreciate you. All right. That's a wrap for this episode of GWBC Radio. We will see you again next time.